world. It does not stop. It never ends. It just keeps going. And we're just going to have to fire up, uh, you know, the, the NFT news network or something because there is uh, so much activity. Today, we welcome the one and only Bro Bro. Ken Bosak will be with us. The fellas from GPK. No, not that GPK. The other GPK. We got Matt Royer going to be joining us. And we have the one and only Goat Lord, the man, Dead Mouse himself. It's the father son team here for you on episode number 108 of The Nifty Show. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Joel and Zach are the hosts you'll know. Joel and Zach say this won't blow. The lot, the lot, it's already set, go! It's the Nifty, really kind of spiffy. The Nifty Show. So guess which one I am. Am I the father or the son? I feel like that's going to be tough for the audience to puzzle out. No, you guys, no, 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 you guys figure don't. it out. Joel Com here, Zach Com there, and you are whoever you are out there. Welcome to episode number 108. Oh, I'm unmuted. All right. Hi, everybody. Ken, you're not on yet, dude. I'll let you know when you are, though. You'll, you'll know, like the whole world will know when you're on. He's like waiting in the wings going, I'm ready to talk, man. I'm ready to go. Uh, Zach, how you feeling, man? This has been a, a tough few days. The ups don't come without the downs. Um, you know, there's, there's always a silver lining, but uh, just as there's always a silver lining for a cloud in the sky, I need some sort of analogy for the inverse. Um, there's there's always a trough at the bottom of the mountain. I'm not sure. I'm, I got to work on that one. There's always a poop. And never mind, just don't step in it. Um, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about the State of the Union with Draco Dice and what's happened these past few days uh, a little later in the show. But we want to jump right in with our first guest because he's eager to talk. He's a great friend of the show. You've done some podcasting with him. It is the one, the only original Bitcoin bro, Ken Bosek. Ken, bro. There we go. Hey, how goes it, everybody? How you doing, man? I'm good, bro, bro. I'm doing better now. Had a rough morning, but it's good to see you guys. It's always good to see Zach. Thanks for having me on. We're here to bring sunshine into your world. <laughs> yeah, man, I can feel it. I feel the positive vibes. Trust me. It's uh, much appreciated and much needed also. Zach, when are you guys going to you know, do your, your game stream? Because you were doing like, what, Saturday night? I'm starting to think that we're going to pick it back up after some of the dust settles around our current endeavors. Yeah, the endeavors uh, dust settling is right around the corner for a lot of the things I had uh, preoccupying. I was uh, heads down, not dev mode, but team mode. And uh, yeah, everything's pretty much finalized and come to fruition. So I'd love to get that back up and running. Dude, I got to say is like I look um, at wax you're like the only person in the not the only person you're the the biggest single name right when you look at collections that are named after people um it's you it's a crypto stash um and uh any observation right are the ones unless i'm missing somebody um, uh, oh. i don't want to i don't want to take anything away from anybody but i'm the only one who used their birth given name that is also true. And that takes away nothing. And like you've got, there's so many NFTs 
in this collection um, that, you know, are made by so many different artists. This is actually one of my favorites right here is the, uh, the Kenny doll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm rocking the, uh, the Kenny doll t-shirt right now. It's an augmented, uh, it's an augmented, uh, or ult- yeah, AR, uh, collectible NFT action figure. That's how it's like so many words all in one. I think it's important to note that it all started uh, a little over a year ago with this guy right here, the original Bitcoin bro. Yeah, the origins. Yeah, and and like, and you discovered wax, and it was like you just grabbed it by the horns and went nuts. Yeah, well, I mean, I saw how you were using wax for NFTs uh, in a way that wasn't, you know, just impossible, but infeasible, right? Like you couldn't even use your imagination around Ethereum to do the things that you were already executing on wax. And um, honestly, it was very inspirational, man. It, it you know, it, it took that brick wall that was around my imagination of what's possible with NFTs because I was only thinking like Ethereum on chain, you know, possibilities and then it was like that brick wall was demolished by blockchain heroes and my mind opened and all these what ifs turned into executable events you know it's been it's been amazing so yeah it's definitely been inspirational what you've done with nfts especially at the time you know when you launched blockchain heroes on wax uh, I was there at uh, NFT NYC and everybody was giving you shit about not using Ethereum. Everybody. And you were there. I think wax was like three cents. And you were trying to tell people at the time, like, I know it, it's it's not worth what Ethereum's worth, but it's still worth, you know, giving it a shot. And, you know, th- that motivated me to really, really give it that shot. And you sort of tapped into this wider desire for something that was more accessible for people to start using nfts because while blockchain heroes might have opened the floodgates for you you opens the floodgates for tons of other creators to come in and discover how easy and quick and cheap it is to create nfts on wax and now you you probably have the most replicated likeness uh on wax nfts that that title previously being held by none other than Joel. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's uh, Joel. Um, I think it would maybe third place because I, I know Joel's definitely first. Then maybe Dorian, Dorian Nakamoto for the Satoshi like this. <laughs> and then myself, you know. But yeah, I mean, if to be on like the, you know, the uh, equivalent of the Mount Rushmore of faces and NFTs, all thanks to, you know, Joel and Travis and everybody, you know, yourself included, Zach, on the Blockchain Heroes team. I really do appreciate it. It's something I I like to brag about. I brought my mom, you know, to uh, Shitcoin 2021 so she could understand crypto a little bit, uh, uh, just enough that she would understand what I'm bragging about. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever heard the words mom and shitcoin in the theme sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably- know how many times my mom said the word shitcoin that day? Like, oh, shitcoin, it's right down there. <laughs> Well, you're next level and stuff now. And, uh, 
there, there's a new website out. We're gonna we'll look at the the one that's got a lot of your older NFTs on in a bit. But BroBros420.com is your new membership club. Let's put that up, and now why don't you tell people what you want them to know about this? Okay, so um, I guess first things first. You know, there's only 420. Um, you know, if they do sell out, we have a plan to do it quarterly. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens, but as of right now, we sold about 35 memberships. They are $420 each. Uh, we haven't like pre-minted any and given them away to the team or given them away to friends or and anything. Everybody's just bought one. That's why it, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm surprised it hasn't sold out yet. I'm like, well, I know I could make it look like it did, <laughs> but we're going on the grassroots natural direction. And I was at NFT NYC. Me and my team, about five people, I had come out, you know, I helped them come out to NFT. And we, as a team of five, helped on ramp at least 15 people, hands on, buy wax for the first time, use that wax to buy, you know, the membership. And then, you know, reaching out to projects uh, like Draco Dice, thanks to Zach, you know, we can offer these uh, exclusive drops to our members. And that again goes back to you, Joel, where, you know, you inspired me with the Nefty box. I mean, I immediately stole your idea and begged for forgiveness because I have a membership program for my Nefty box because I, I made a, a shard of it. But like this, is, you're such an inspiration, bro, on so many levels that like a lot of what I'm doing is accredited to what you did and wouldn't exist if you didn't do it. So the membership well, is just like, you know, a, um, uh, a homage, you know, pays homage and tribute to the Nefty box. So if you're a member, you can get, a, you got a pack of Draco dice. And, um, you know, I thought that, you know, be able to provide that value to members that are joining, you know, this membership and being able to, you know, get exclusive drops. So whenever I do a drop for my sales, like recently I turned 33 in New York and everybody that was a member, they got a free birthday NFT. There was only 33 mints and AJ, my artist, uh, he works from wax directly now. So it's like, you know, it's low key. These are really cool pieces of art. If people looked at the metadata, read it in DYOR and we're already hooking people up. We had a uh, mint money already announced a partnership, uh, play cartel has already distributed packs to all the members. We're out here actively seeking in Miami, more partners that want to reward people. If, and this is the thing, you know, how many people offer money to me to promote them? I don't want your money. Give something to my community. And if my community likes it, we're going to talk about you. And, you know, that's that grassroots natural adoption. And I think a lot of projects that we talk to are really, really interested in that rather than the legacy, you know, ICO shill stuff. Like, you know, it's, it's create a community. Don't create a customer base. Now, I, I wanted to hone in on that because I was also at NFT NYC and uh, I attended the panel that Ken was on, which was about building gamified communities. And everything this guy had to say on the subject was about maximizing the value that is returned to community members. And it's not in an investment or with an ROI mindset, but rather just these people are aligned with me and I'm doing what I'm doing because they are here. They're enabling me to create. They are one of the most important pieces of everything I'm doing. So maximizing what those people are giving out of things on, on every level is the priority. 
Yeah, I've, uh, I, I mean, this is a, a subcontracted company, like under my store, uh, under my, you know, Ken Bozak gift shop, you know, GIF on Atomic Hub. Uh, I hired, you know, uh, the digital asset to do this under my store. Uh, you know, so this is a whole team I hired to do this. And all the sales from the, the Kenny doll, I don't touch none of it. 100% of those sales go right back to the guy I hired already paid in full but he gets paid every time these sell and that money goes back into keeping this having cooler accessories updating so now it's it's a machine that runs under my brand that i never have to monitor because he's monetarily incentivized for life to keep doing this and i get secondary market fees 15 percent for life i could die and my store is still going to keep having somebody else run it as a subcontractor under the umbrella and i just uh partnered with an artist and, and and an art director really to handle the bubblegum nfts i don't know if you remember those i did them i did a batch of a thousand starting today everybody got an nft every single day for the rest of forever as far as i know this guy the way i paid him and the way he's taking it over they already got their first nft every day they're going to get an nft wow so it says here that this is an online society of stoners do i have to be a stoner to be a member no, not at all. It's just oh, full okay. disclosure at that point. You know what I mean? Like, just so you know what you're getting into, you know? Um, oh, I, I know what I'm into. And I want to take things inspire. too seriously over here. It's obviously not financial advice. It's just bro advice, you know? Um, there we go. I just, I just bought one. I want to inspire others out there. I want to be in the club here. Really and now there's uh, one less available. So you guys can go grab one of these here oh, cool story you're going to get one of those bubblegum nft machines so uh every member for a few you know until the they kind of run out of you know availability as you buy a membership you'll get a bubblegum nft machine they're worth a hundred dollars at the drop right now uh, and that money if you buy from the drop goes directly to the person i got to run it so they make the money for every sale that's going to incentivize cooler shit to be dropped. I live off the the fifteen percent secondary market fee, so I already have two companies under my company. And uh, I tweeted out last night, really, really big news, Joel, bro. I swear to God, I'm going to make you so proud. You're going to take a flight out here just to hug me when I tell you what I pulled off last night. Two days, give me two days, and I'm going to be able to release some of the best news. I've talked about this as what well. uh, it's. Uh, it just happened last night, and. Uh, it, it's, it's real. I got an LLC. I got a TM. I got lawyers. I got an assistant. I got a, a manager. I have like 10 people on my team on payroll. Like I've, I've done well for myself enough that my responsibility now is to put as many people into the same position as me so they can do the same thing for the people that help them and the same people that help them and the same people who help them. And, and it just never ends. You know, we all stand on the shoulders of giants um, and I appreciate the compliments, but there's nothing new under the sun, right? We all iterate off of ideas that came before us. I certainly didn't come up with the idea. But it's the for execution it. of iteration that aspires inspiration. And that yeah. is a very personal touch to something, bro. Like for real. Anybody could have done it, but the way they would have done it wouldn't have hit the same. Understood. And received. what was that movie about the Beatles? You know, that guy, he remembered all the Beatles songs, but nobody else did. And they, they just didn't hit the same. Mm -hmm. Yesterday. 
yesterday. Yeah, just because you know he knew really good music that nobody could remember, he couldn't execute it the same. It didn't feel the same. It didn't inspire people the same. Man, it's it's the people who execute those things. Like it, it's you, dude. It's you guys. It's our whole team. It wasn't John Paul George or Ringo. <laughs> Right. All right. So there's a token here on the page too, the Ken token. Let's let's uh, let's talk about what is going to happen with this thing. I am so proud of this thing already, and that is honestly thanks to Blue Deck. Immediately, um, if it wasn't for them, Ken would have still been on the back burner without a utility. So yeah, Ken token is available on Alcor on Swap. We uh, provided over a hundred thousand dollars in liquidity so we could get a market listing for buy and sell orders. Uh, we you know reach a penny, two pennies, uh, half a penny. It's been a lot of fun watching people play around with it. I think the original pre-sale to help us start it was a a tenth of a penny. Um, right now, you can provide liquidity on Alcor. You can stake your LP on Blue Deck, and you can earn blue. Which I I mean honestly, I've been recommending you know cash out until you earn back what you put into whatever, and then after you get back doing that. Uh, maybe you could compound that and have fun with it and have no emotional attachment because whatever you put in, you already got back out because there is that mechanic. Um, outside of that, uh, Crypto Sultan was the first sale on Atomic Hub to use Nefty Blocks to accept Ken Token for their NFTs. I, I believe he raised over $1,000 in sales already selling his NFT packs and only accepting the Ken Token. Um, so yeah, we got Nefty listed Ken. So if you or anybody in the world wants to support me, even without buying it, you could show some love by just having an exclusive drop that's only available for Ken. You know, like I, I did this a lot for Dust. You know, if you wanted to buy some of my NFTs, they were only available for Dust, and that was my way of showing Nifty Wizards and the and the Magic Dust team appreciation. I didn't really have to go out of my way to buy it. But I could incentivize a lot more people to go out and buy it and then trade it for some really dope art. And then I diamond hands and hodled it. You already know. I, I almost asked about the uh, the tattoo on the palm because this is the first time I think I've seen the uh, the diamond hands tattoo. How, how recent is that? Um, it's actually pretty old. I got it in Hawaii. Or right before I went to Hawaii, I got it in LA. And it was the most painful tattoo of my life and that's why i still haven't had the courage to get the second one done yikes yeah but one day i, I believe one day it will happen um just I get a sharpie some, man just get a sharpie like i found this magic cream from china and when i got my splinter lands tattoo i felt nothing it was the most comfortable tattoo in my life huh so i want to know why you didn't call this a broad map right there <laughs> I that as as the bro community grew and grew the the bro knowledge uh, vernaculars bronaculars took over and uh, yeah that that was a uh, early I mean the the roadmap honestly we wanted to get out before anything right we wanted people to know we had some kind of a vision where we were kind of going with this and yeah then the community built around it and started using bro in front of everything I love it. And uh, I actually have a, a Brokemon series launching because of that inspiration. 
Yeah, so so much happening that's fun. But yeah, we have the roadmap for the Bro Bros 420. We're going to be doing a game basically where we're hoping these 420 memberships would have sold out. Uh, we've been to conferences, doing tours. You know, I have enough friends in this space. I uh, I bought enough of uh, enough different people's collections. Maybe they would, you know, I don't know. But anyway, if they once they sell out, we wanted to have a, a, a race in a way to find these mint one of ones. Right. So it's like a mint one of one race and, uh, and, and you're racing to find this golden joint. Right. And whoever finds the golden joint first, we were we were looking to back it by a portion of these sales that we're doing, because honestly, the uh, 420 Bro Bro memberships. I have 100% foregoed any of the profits at all. The money's going towards the team and it's going towards token liquidity. And it's going to make sure that if anything happens to me, that somebody has money to make sure people are paid to make this run forever and ever and ever. Like that's what the memberships kind of, I'm stepping back from taking any profits from the first market sales, secondary market are all mine. Gimme, gimme, num, num, num. But I want an artist to, you know, I, we were doing 50%. I talked to the team. Maybe we're going to lower it to 30 in case artists are looking to work with us. But as of now, we've been giving every artist 50% of everything. And then the other 50% with the team, liquidity, stuff like that. And um, yeah, man, we've been giving the artists free art that we drop. And as we drop more art from my collection, they're going to be getting free art as members. They're going to have exclusive access to things that, you know, only members have access to. And again, all inspired by the Nefty box. And I, I honestly was your earliest supporter. I can't believe that they didn't sell out faster. I tried to educate people about NFTs more and more because what the Nefty box was doing was making it a, a, a passive NFT collection possible. And right. for, I think like, what was it? A thousand bucks and like a hundred bucks or something. It was, it was a thousand for a King membership of which we sold out a hundred and it was uh three fifty ish for the stars of which we have 180 in distribution. I'm glad you're picking up where we left off though, because I'm not doing it again. Oh, I they expire December 31st. It's a lot of work. We've got too much other stuff going on. And so, um, you know, uh, those are those are going to expire. You're picking up where, wow, where we left off. I didn't know up. that you were doing that, Joel, man. Yeah, that's actually really cool. So there you go. Hey, guys, go check it out. BroBros420.com. I just bought one. Join the club. Ken always likes to over-deliver his team. Uh, behind him like to over deliver and i can't wait to see what kind of goodies you're gonna drop our way man yeah oh check it out you can also buy a membership with ken token so if you bought a whale pack you could have got a pretty good discount buying a, a membership with ken token right now uh if you use dust if for nifty wizards we just listed that availability and i believe that's a a pretty decent discount so if you don't want to use wax you know, go pick up some dust or if you earn dust in Telegram playing around in the blockchain here is Telegram. Use your dust to buy a membership, you know, and then huddle your wax. But Joel, Zach, everybody, I really appreciate your time for tuning in. As always, bro, bros, have a day. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon. Love you All guys. Uh, he's the best. Simply the bestest, brobros420.com. By the way, you might also want to check out his other site, NFT4, the number 4sale.com, where he's got lists of uh, a lot of the different collabs. I mean, these are hilarious. These are they're <laughs> so good. I hadn't seen these. These are so fantastic. 
It's like Scooby-Doo. I love the Scooby-Doo ones. Right? Ah, and I would have gotten it if it wasn't for you darn kids as well. Look at all of them. So many. Um, all right. Well, from one super cool set, now we got two super cool guys coming up on the show. And one of them just keeps coming back. I'm going to just, I'm going to call him Boomerang. Uh, Rory McQueen, the artist responsible for so many collections that we've had on the show from R2 Collectibles. And he's accompanied by Matt Oldweiler. They have a new set that is coming out here on Saturday, November 13th called G-P-K, G-E-E-P-E-E-K-A-Y dot I-O. Great shades of Garbage Pale Kids. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Hello. How you doing? Good man, good to see you back again. And yeah, thank uh, and, you very much. Tough act to follow with uh, Ken there. <laughs> yeah, he is, he is something, isn't he? Okay, so the first I heard GPK, I thought, wait, are they doing something with tops? And then it dawned on me, oh wait, you're doing like a spoof of something. Actually, so actually, quite the opposite. Um, okay, Matt, Matt will fill you in what GPK is. Yeah, I mean, just in a nutshell, like about twenty years ago, I started the my site as just a reference site for garbage pail kids for a way to people to track their collection to see what else is out there and then it kept growing and growing and people had more interest in it and then like over the past few years i've started working with artists um, to do custom projects um, and that's where i met rory and we eventually created a mascot for the site and and then when you know it, just a few years later, we're sitting here talking about a, an NFT set that's built around that mascot, um, being fused with pop culture icons, horror villains, um, 80s culture. I, it, it, it's crazy how fast it's gone. Um, but yeah, it started as just a, a way for people to learn what is out there. Um, oh my gosh. All right, we're going to discover more about this. Let's go ahead and Chris and roll the uh, short video so everybody can see what this is all about. R2 Collectibles presents GPK Collecting Craft. Build some of your favorite pop culture icons with a GPK squid. Kablamo! Crack open a hobby pack to reveal craftable body parts. Then combine those six body parts to create their matching level one NFT. Kablamo! Rip apart a collector's pack and you'll find blueprints and wacky accessories. Combine a blueprint with its matching three accessories to create yourself a level two animated masterpiece. Our river face off. But wait, we aren't done yet. Combine a level one and a level two card to create a legendary slab card. This is for the most serious of collectors. And it's put in a little plastic case to make sure nobody drools on it. Kablamo! GBK Collecting Crap. <laughs> We forgot to tell you, there's four zany sunsets to collect as well. Kablamo! Get your scrubby mitts on them November 13th. Or just get them from secondary if you're too slow. And cut! Hey, uh, what the f*** is an NFT? Those rare instances of a passion project, a, a fan effort, that's a, a labor of love for something that actually mutates very literally in this case into its own new property and project and that's that's what you guys have been building here yeah that, I mean, that's beautifully that's a great way to sum it up and, and i'll throw it to rory but yeah i mean it, it is it always has been a labor of love and it, it, it's awesome to have been able to 
meet Rory and kind of spin it into this next phase. And um, yeah, it, it's awesome. So it, is it Jeep? Is that the name of the mascot? Yes. Or is it Jeep? Okay. Yes, Jeep. All right. Hard G. So the, the, the way in which you sort of suited him up in all of these different collectibles is the green mutated parts of him are sticking out in every character or every outfit. How would, how would you characterize these different possibilities? Want me to take that right? So I'll take it. <clears throat> so, yeah, so Jeep is kind of like a uh, he's a, he's a character on his own. He's, he's kind of like two things coming together. He's splitting up. So that's kind of where we had the base character. Um, so we was playing around with what we can do with him and where he could go. Uh, and, and we liked him as a, as a, as an object, so to speak. Um, so we kind of played around with pop culture. So we was throwing in kind of characters you, you would know and, and things that you may not and playing around with really funny objects. This set is actually really interesting because there are so many different ways that you can collect on it. So, I, li I like those options, by the way, as I'm looking here, I'm starting to put together what you're doing. By the way, I think his, his, his full name should be Jeep EK. Right. So um, I'm looking here at the packs that you guys, you've done some promo stuff leading up to this, but there's all these body parts that come in a pack. Uh, and this hobby pack here looks like 3,000 packs, 40 body part cards, four subset cards. And then the collector's pack has 25 blueprint and object cards right. in four subsets. So these are different. Like these aren't the same things that you're going to get in these two packs, right? And no, so we've, on that. Yeah, so we've kind of got this thing now called collect and craft, which is kind of just a little bit more interactive, a bit more fun. It's taking it back to the playgrounds where you've got to collect and put, put your stuff together, sticker books, whatever. So, yeah, as you said, hobby pack, you've got the body parts, which make your NFT. But there's like different layers of how you want to collect. So you can you, you might get a mint number one of a leg. So you might be a bit cautious about burning that to make the actual NFT or not. So that's a that's one option. And the faster that you put these things together and build it, then obviously the lower the minting on that first NFT character. And then the collector packs, which have got the blueprints and the ob objects, which obviously relate to the original NFT character. And then they make the all singing or dancing kind of movie. <laughs> yeah. So good fun, a, really good fun. So a lot of the collection is is actually uh, locked behind these crafting mechanisms because much of what's just going to come out of the packs is the sort of reagents that are required to access the real collectibles that are behind the the singular body parts. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. That. What I really liked about it is like it's fun and like Rory says, you can get a mint number one of a leg or a head, which some people might really like, but. I love the idea of trying to like, oh, I have these four. I need these two. Hitting up a buddy, getting the other ones, buying them. Like, it's really more of a way of like building a collection, like you did when you were young. And yeah, and the reward is getting, you know, you either get the base card, which is static, which looks gorgeous, or the level two one is animated. And the animation we had done for this, they're fantastic. I mean, there's over fifty animations, and each one is unique, and they look so good um so yeah it'll be interesting to see how people 
collect differently. If somebody wants to keep all the body parts, if somebody wants to keep all the level twos, if somebody, I hope, wants to go crazy and get all the level threes, like more power to them. So it'll be fun to watch. Um, I love these, the way that the card slips into the the plastic cover, Mm -hmm. right? So we can keep it nice and pristine because we know NFTs decay over time. Yeah, Um, these are the safest ones out there. Not these. I mean, you got Darth Vader in here. (laughs) These These are fantastic. And I noticed back here on the crafting page that you've kind of got a little uh, wild card here. So if you're missing a body part, you can use one of these in place. Yep, donor card. So if you're missing a leg, a torso or a head, then you can just press that and then you're, you're in the game. Um, and what's interesting as well, coming into the first quarter of next year, 2022, we've got the staking system. So these are all gonna be stakeable. Um, big things to come from R2 next year. Let's pull up that staking here. Let's see here, r2collectibles.com. Uh, so this is the roadmap for everything R2, but staking is coming to the site. That's what you're telling me? Yeah, that's it. Lots of ex- exciting stuff coming. We've got a web shop coming. Um, and like you were saying earlier on about the, uh, the, the promos, literally about a couple of hours, <clears throat> 10,000 NFTs were burnt. So um, in about 30 minutes to get uh, a thousand of the bath bags, which contain three body parts. So people are kind of hyped for this already. Yeah, the response has been great, and I hope it keeps up. And I, I think it's a ton of fun. Like it's it, it's a pretty unique set. So I like that the thought you've put in towards making it accessible for people. Like with the wildcard system, I'm not sure if I've seen that in another NFT project. But I'm I'm also curious to know more about the uh, the staking system, since obviously um, a, the announcement of a staking system for any property is is usually a pretty big deal in this space, um, especially on wax. So can you talk about what the rewards for staking will be? Listen, we've got lots of exciting stuff in the pipeline for rewards, multi-layered rewards going on. Um, I'm not, I, I literally can't talk about it too much. There's some of it embryonic. We've got different ideas that we're playing around with now. We've got stuff that's definitely going to happen, definitely cemented, but there's kind of so much that we're going to have on offer in first quarter. It's going to be, we've listened to the community, you know, and, um, and we're responding. Well, it looks like a really fun set. And uh, I know for sure that I will be dropping some wax here. It happens on Saturday, November 13th, seven o'clock UTC, which I believe is now is, would that be uh, three o'clock Eastern? Is that I think correct? So two Eastern, I think. Two Eastern. I'll tell you, things are really messed up for me in Puerto Rico <laughs> because we don't move time zones. We're in AST, so Eastern just like ran away from us into the into the past an hour, and so I'm, you know, I I still have to think in Eastern time zone. Okay, so you can well, see your local. Check. Yeah, you can check it right there. Yeah. Right here, check your local drop time based on the clock that's right here. This is happening. The countdown is if you're watching live with us. Thanks for watching live, by the way. Uh, it is 11, 11, make a wish, uh, 6.35 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. It happens in one day, 20 hours, 24 minutes, and 25 seconds. And uh, we wish you guys uh, best with it. Uh, it's going to sell out. I have no yeah, question. Yeah. Thank, no thanks so much. Mind. And don't forget to check the nifty boxes because I know we've got some uh, – Oh, should we show those? Do you want to Why show Why not? Them? Let's get them yeah. up. Show yeah, them up. yeah. Do you have them handy? Uh, if not, let Probably me. Beforehand. 
Uh, if ping me in the group on Telegram where you link them to me, and I'll find them. I just can't. I've got too many groups. So go ahead and send oh, me a message uh, there. Send me a message there, and I'm going to find these. You guys have to see this. This is going to be for uh, for Nifty Box members. Uh, we have um, a unique Joel, Travis, and Zach card that are okay. I, I found it. All right, let me download these. These are oh my gosh, these are fan freaking tastic. Okay, um, if I just share, let me just drop them into the browser window. Let's see if that works. Nope, I got to download them. Bear with me. I should have prepared this ahead of time. I'm so sorry. No worries. I sprung it on you. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I totally, like, I knew they were coming, and I totally forgot. Zach, is this, I guess it's not the first time you've been NFTified because you are, uh, of course, the um, inspiration behind chaos theory, but um, that was your creation. This is going to be the first time that somebody else, right, has made an NFT of you. Uh, right. This this is the first time I've gotten mutilated and boy, is it an introduction. <laughs> All right. I'm looking for my desktop here. Yeah, you might want to chat to your dermatologist. In, in this, in... Okay, I found him. Here we go. So first let's do let's do Trav first. There we go. Talk show Travis. <laughs> So this is uh, Rory previously did this for the um, the Monsters, the Monsters of Rap yeah. series too, and so there was a promotional card that was created for Travis and myself for Bad Crypto that went out. Now this is put on the GPK character, and then we have uh, the same head that you did for me in the Monsters promo on the GPK. I'm jabbering Joel. Because I do jabber a lot, <laughs> and that that head wound still is not healed. No, um, you, got you, you need the plaster. Good. And uh, making his debut is Zach Attack with the Dyson hand, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he's crapped his pants. That's I, I just dude. I was I was so taken by the uh, the blueberry face and the acne outbreak that I didn't even realize there were dice the first time. I saw this. <laughs> Literally missed them. <laughs> And you crapped your pants, and I which which kind of happened after the Draco dice sale anyway. So hey, listen, guys, it's always a blast coming on here. Really appreciate it. Thanks, fellas. Good yeah. luck. We'll catch you on the next time you uh, you come on. I'm sure it won't be long. GPK.io. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Rory. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Take care. <laughs> Sick. That's pretty funny. Like. <laughs> Those will be minted to the uh, the nifty box, and uh, I'll make sure that you get the mint number one of yours, Zach. Oh boy, <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's totally worth uh, totally worth keeping, no question about it. Uh, so we've got some other nifty news we're going to talk about here in just a little bit, but first we have a headliner for you, and uh, this is a pre-recorded interview because uh, he wasn't available for the live show and it's a good thing because if he had been um ken would have lost a bet of a bitcoin uh but he didn't lose the bet so that's good he he, he wins uh let's go ahead and roll the interview with dead mouse two joels and nick and a zach walk into a bar and they're all wearing mouse helmets but only one of them really has the right to wear that mouse helmet because he is a legend of EDM. He's been doing this stuff for over 20 years. 
at least publicly, probably long before that as a, as a kid playing on his little Casio. SK20 gang gang. Right. Won a bunch of Grammys. His name is. Actually, I never won a Grammy. What? You've been nominated for a bunch of Grammys. Yeah. All right. I award you one. I hear about participation awards. Yeah. (laughs) I give you a Grammy. Screw those guys. What do they know? His his actual name is uh, Joel Zimmerman. So uh, I told Zach we were going to interview Joel Zimmerman. And he was like, I got to go Google that. (laughs) And then he found out who you are. And he's like, oh, dead mouse. You've outed me as a non-fan. Way to go. Uh, well, I don't know shit. Yeah, because only fans of people know their names. Yeah, a little right. we do a little gatekeeping, okay? That's fine. So, nice. man, thanks, thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah, no worries. We've also got Nick Denbauer. Nick is an artist, super talented, a little freaky, not as a human, just his art is kind of kooky. Kind, it's kind of Adam's family kooky. Uh, I dig it a lot. Yeah, he's very talented, and he's working on a new NFT series that's going to be released featuring dead mouse cool stuff so nick welcome to nifty show man thanks for having me too yeah so uh, what what are your what are your friends uh you know do they call you dead they call you mouse they call you joel jay call me joel they call you joel That's yeah good. all right find <laughs> you too That's weird all, yeah i know so so weird so so joel um you went down this nft rabbit hole quite a while ago i remember seeing what i think may have been the first dead mouse series you can correct me if i'm wrong was uh packs of cards on one rares yeah yeah rares. Uh, rares of wax yeah yeah so what i mean you probably when you heard about nfts i'm assuming you were like wait i can do what right did you just go no right down that hole? no I, I i blockchain's been on my radar for a long time just in terms of uh like the tech for like kind of looking at, at that as that escape route from the norms of like streaming and, and uh, di- digital rights management and, and how music is being uh, outgested and ingested and tracked for, you know, whatever it's going to be royalties or mechanicals and credits and stuff like that. So, so blockchain, like the first I heard of it, maybe like about five, six years ago uh, when I started to really explore it, it seemed like a really viable technology that's going to get us out of that post um, selling physical product to this like streaming money grab that the streaming thing has kind of had a hold on like the, the Spotify and this and that. And now it's like kind of going to slowly, well, to my best knowledge, just going to kind of merge into the blockchain stuff. So, so the NFT concept didn't like, I didn't ask the questions that everyone's like, what well, can I just save it <laughs> or print screen it? Or like, I could, I could look at this for free. Like, so, so all of that was already like out of mind for me. So I, I, I caught on pretty quick, you know? So you, you were already tuned into the fact that it, it means more than just media hosting. Yes. Yeah. Until daddy Basil shuts down S3 and then pretty much all the NFTs disappear. Well, that's why we need IPFS, right? We need uh, yeah. <laughs> centralized <laughs> services that, won't and can't be shut down because yeah i know it's like i i, th- I think a lot of things that i don't really hear a lot of people talk about is how fragile this really is <laughs> just the actual content where it's hosted <laughs> yeah, exactly kind of yeah. you know where it only really takes a few data centers to go fuck it. <laughs> we're over this how, how does that make you feel as an artist nick uh i've like i don't know i've with my nfts i've given I've mailed my one of ones uh, like a drive with the like master copy and I make prints that I send them to. So there's that like something tangible that comes with it. So I've kind of done that from the get go when I when I started selling one of ones. 
And uh, I don't know, even like, you know, obviously like minus like a, a solar flare destroying like earth here. I mean, we're all kind of on the internet for this shit anyway, but like for this, the, the dead mouse project we're doing right now, it's got more utility than just the NFT and the collectible. Like we're actually making them all game ready so people can, you know, wear them in metaverse applications or games. So, I mean, I think there's kind of more to it than just, you know, dumping a collectible out there for us. So that, that first use case that you're hinting at there, you're talking about sort of these digital wearables that people who are establishing some sort of digital representation can integrate that dead mouse aspect into how they appear to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think Sandbox is going to be the first to pilot that. I think yeah. I could be wrong. I agree. I love that there's like construction going on. It's yeah. right now, and they're like, I like they're building my secret room. Yeah. It's not. We just outed it. Which, yeah, now they're everyone knows where to run when they. It break says in. right on your chair, secret right. lab. Now you have to just scratch off secret. It's yeah, like public public lab. <laughs> okay, so you did this this thing on wax. You've actually done two series on wax. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar, what was done with rares? These these are packs that I've still got here in. Mm. Uh, in my wallet and um, a lot of fun. Oh, you can actually uh, unpack one of these right here. Do it. When, when you saw it. the unpacking experience, were you like, yes, this reminds me of like when I was a kid and I bought, you know, baseball cards or garbage pail kids or whatever. Well, that was the initial, that was my initial throw in to kind of what attracted me to this because um, about a year before this kind of started for us on wax and um, uh, with the rare stuff, it was uh we had vending machines at shows that had packs like nondescript packs of uh, mystery pins. And then what we noticed was, you know, people were um, uh, congregating at these machines after purchase and stuff. And, and, and there was like this really cool, like uh, kind of social activity of like trading pins, meeting new people and stuff like that. So it wasn't hard to say, Hey, this is the online version of that, you know? Uh, and it was really a no brainer for me. Oh, that's a cool one. I just got a bunch of golds in here. Do you see? These yeah, drops? yeah, I saw like, that. I, I, I struck gold. <laughs> Calculated. The, there are a lot of super cool graphics in uh, the collectible sets that you did on wax. But, you know, as, as an outsider, it sort of looks to me like there were, there were a lot of inside jokes in there that were really targeted towards people, people who are already fans of the mouse so can you explain the whole goat lord thing for example um about that one <laughs> yeah well i got i got I, i'm a i have my I have a lord ship that someone bought me once out in scotland you know you buy like like he's a, a scottish yeah, landowner yeah, yeah, yeah so so i i can i can in theory you know go over to the passport office and then have lord like as a title kind of thing and uh, i also own goats so i am a goat lord you own physical um, goats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a goat lord is my correct title. Uh, if if we're gonna be real, like <laughs> government about it. Yes, your goatness. No, your goatness. Yeah, yeah yes, yes, correct. Look at the, all these- the Scottish landowner thing is hilarious. It is so funny. It's like it's like buying shit like property on the moon. Yes, <laughs> you may refer to me as Sir Lord Joel Com. I too am a Scottish yeah. landowner. I've got my square meter of dirt. Yeah, you're laughing now, but wait till they colonize. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> see that hectaker? Yeah. yeah. It'd be like a holdout property, like just making sure yeah, they yeah, yeah. pay you top dollar. <laughs> okay, so the wet wax was one thing. And then I've been in very early on another series called Blankos. And I have purchased your 
character in uh, in the Blancos game, which is actually, I mean, I'm 57 and I play games like I'm 12 still, right? I don't care. I want to jump around, do platforming and stuff. And these are just so cool. You just had a sale there. I think they all sold out, right? They all went poof, goodbye, no more dead mouse. And so you're like, and you're doing stuff on, uh, on nifty gateway. Um, and, but this is your, this set with Nick is your first fully generative set, right? Yeah. Which is really cool. I think Nick can talk more about that because he kind of wrote this really great script to mish that together. Go ahead, Nick. Let's, in fact, if you want to screen share, uh, tell us the name of the set. And uh, while he's doing that, the, the set is set to go live on November 15th. And um, as of right now, the the website words going to refer you to is the official Dead Mouse site. So deadmouse.com, of course, replace the S with the five because we're in the 21st century and we don't spell <laughs> anything right anymore. Word. All right. You guys see my screen? Yeah, there's yes. the goat lord. <clears throat> there's the goat lord right there. So the, this is like we built a script. It's like a Python script that just randomizes all of these different uh, categories. So we basically split the head up into like skulls, eyes, mouths, and ears. And it just kind of randomizes the uh, different uh, parameters. And then there's also tags on each one. So I can make rules where like this skull only works with these ears or it doesn't work with these ears, whatever, you know. So they kind of like all come together in these like sort of art directed ways where there's uh, kind of dominant strains like this tattoo one and shit. So, yeah, they kind of they're all kind of like whacked out, but they also we had to design them in a way that they could still be kind of game ready and not go crazy with the detail, but like still give them enough detail that they look cool. So it's a bit of a balance there. There's some boob eyes. They're not totally. Oh my gosh, I didn't funny. even, pick up I didn't even see that. That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> Blue eyes. He, he had to point it out to us, right? <laughs> yeah, you guys missed that one, right? But the cool thing is, like, and these are just in my viewport. Like the actual renders are uh, looking a lot better. Just tell me there's no testicle eyes, and I'll be good. There's no testicle eyes on this. Oh, one. It's not really is <laughs> nice, you know. See, they look way better. So I'm I'm making uh, 4K renders out of these uh, as well so when you when you buy one of these you're going to get like a kick-ass high-res render and you're also going to get the 3d model and also the game asset right so we're doing a triple banger here for your buck and uh i'll just show you some like i've got these uh, gltf files down to like five megs each which is pretty incredible considering oh uh, nice does you support native gltf uh does what sorry have you tested it with ue no oh well, we I should sent, i sent you i sent you this one in discord oh okay okay i'll check it out after i want to see the, how good it is yeah the shitty thing is like you can't do uh displacement in it so or, or bump uh, maps. it's normal only so it doesn't uh, have quite the detail that the that they do otherwise but they still right. look pretty dope is so this you- one right here is this the 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 ultimate cream of the crop like yeah joel joel x joel's avatar like no one else gets this one no one else even gets parts of this one it's just one of one so joel you that's your like i want to know what he sounds like did that guy have a voice i mean it's (laughs) It's like four octaves down it's like hard to understand uh but uh yeah so in the mix like so the the rarity here it's pretty evenly spread on most of the parts like each one will show up in the set of 5555 between 80 and 200 and something times like but 
the rarity in these is get is like nailing a perfect set like so num I've, I've kind of like sprinkled them throughout uh the the data set and and engineered that you get the perfect ones like this bitcoin and bitcoin eyes bitcoin skull bitcoin mouth bitcoin ears so there's like 20 or 30 of these mixed in that if you get one of these that's like the perfect match and then also sprinkled in i don't think i have it in this set but there's there's five jokers like with a jester hat and a weird clown mouth and shit so those are mixed in as well and there's only five of those and then there's just the regular rarity of the actual parts there's some that are more scarce than others like i said some are on the low end like i think there's maybe a few parts that they only show up 60 or 70 times actually so there's kind of a natural rarity because of the algorithm and then also these like forced sets within it and then also subsets like there's lots that have like the bitcoin skull mouth and ears but different eyes and there's maybe 20 of those you know what i mean so it's like going to break down like that where i think people will find little subsets that they can cling on to and be a part of a kind of elite force of fucking bitcoin dorks that have you know their little annual meeting where all 20 <laughs> of them get together and fucking make <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, so everyone's going to get these things and then like Joel will come to your house for your birthday once a year because you own the full Bitcoin head, right? Is that Web3, that GLTF viewer? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's uh yeah, it's just, uh, I oh, sweet. And you just drag it onto the site and fucking there. Yes, yeah, there's oh, tons sick. of these viewers. So so our, we're also making uh, a dApp that has a GLTF viewer in it. Oh, when you mint, you're going to get one of these. You're going to be able to, it's all black, but it change the background color. You can, I've matched the lighting from my octane renders in the, in the viewer. So it's three point lighting, very similar to this. Doesn't look quite as good, but it's pretty close. And uh, yeah, you can change the color and it's got some built-in animation. So it does a rotation and jumps up and down. I wish I had it open here. I could uh, dig it up, but I don't think a link's live yet. But yeah, so that's pretty much the, the gist of it. What's the sound file on on the Bitcoin head? Uh, I don't know. You got to make that still, don't you? <laughs> well, we were like we were talking about like uh, <laughs> hodl hodl the door. <laughs> we were talking about doing a musical aspect of these because everyone's going to have this code now, where you've got this four number code for your skull, your ears, your eyes, and your uh, mouth that we could do a cool music project with something like that with, you know, baseline drums and lead and, you know, percussion or something like that. And actually like have airdrop everyone a, a music track or have it unlock your NFT, unlock a music track with everything's at the same tempo and, and key. It could be interesting. I don't know. There's tons of shit we could do with this. I don't know where it's going to go yet, but we definitely want to build on it. That, and that's one of the things I love about NFTs, right? These are a key that can open and unlock whatever experience we want to tack onto it. And it doesn't stop with one. You can just keep going. Like you build a community around this and, you know, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to know that you get, you know, 10% goes back to the creator every time these are on the secondary market. So the more value you put behind them, the more secondary market sales you have. And that revenue stream keeps going back to the creator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and we're, we're releasing this on Polygon too, on OpenSea. So this will be, I guess, a wrapped ETH purchase and on Polygon. Just kind of like, there's not a ton of projects on there yet. So we're, I hope we'll be one of the first like good ones. <laughs> now, the, the mouse head has been made into 10,000 different iter iterations of that. 5,555. 
No, 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 no. I mean, before this project, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's, it's mutated every single time you do something new or put out new promotional material, but it, more have been created for this than, than ever before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did 100%. you have any idea when you were coming up with the mouse head? Cause you were just fooling around in the 3d program when you made this, right? Yeah. Initially. It was actually a, it was a shader model, like a, a shader test model that I would use because I thought I was, I thought I was a badass when I was like 18 years old. I was like, Oh, I want to be an animator. I want to be a 3d modeler. And uh, I have to do what Pixar does. I have to do what, all these companies are doing with the teapot or the the lampshade and all that stuff. I'm going to make my own test shader model to test <laughs> HDRI and all that stuff. So I, I whipped up the mouse head and I uh, figured that was mine. And then that just kind of stuck. You had, you had no idea it was going to, to explode into so many different versions of no. this symbol. No, I it was literally, um, it was originally um, uh, just whipped together in 3d studio max. Like, way back in the day now now not knowing some of your early history did you just roll anonymously with the mouse head for a while or uh for like yeah for the first year or two probably not a lot of people kind of knew what was going on because there's still i mean there's musicians out there that still keep you know their helmets on yeah 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 i yeah you know it's a it's a it's one of those decisions you have to make, I guess, if you're going to take the thing off or on or whatever. And honestly, I just took it off out of frustration. Like, cause it's just hot. It's heavy. Right. That you was my next question. Like, yeah. I'm like, that, was, that's gotta be so much. And, and, you know, at least you're not, you don't look like Gene Simmons, you know, put the makeup back on. Oh, dude. Damn. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, um, you know, there's something to be said about, you know, having to build a brand out of that kind of thing, too, because that becomes the mark. You know what I mean? That becomes the 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 green, the big yellow arches you see when you're driving down the highway. You know what you're going to get, you know, when you when you exit uh, uh, that off ramp. You know what I mean? So that was kind of the thinking behind there. Because I, I used to work in marketing and all that stuff, too. So I kind of know that, like, you know, that two second rule shit, you know, who's going to listen to DJ Joel Zerman? Honestly, if the music was even better or the same or whatever, I, I don't think I would have had the success if I didn't, if I didn't have my branding on point uh, from the get go. Here, here's a bit of trivia for you guys. There is another famous musician uh much older than than you and older residents uh nope but that would have been a good guess for a different question <laughs> uh but he also his real name that many people don't know him by also concludes with zimmerman yeah bob dylan yeah oh you know of course you know but if i would have asked you know a bunch of other people <laughs> no there's actually a really weird story about that but that's another interview uh, is it I don't know. Yeah. What's uh, I don't have all is. fucking night, man. Come on, let's let's talk <laughs> let's talk crypto and fucking nerd shit. I'm not Nick. I'm Joel. I'm, I'm the other guy. <laughs> but you're not wrong. Uh, but the first the first the the first head wearing thing is you ask any fucking uh, millennial or Gen X fucking they're like that punk for sure, dude. No, it was the residents. Oh yeah, remember that shit? Yep. They were the first ball head dudes. They were yep. the pioneers of that. It was shit. an I did eyeball, actually, right? It was a big. I eyeball. did a video for them like a couple of years ago. Big VR video. Man, Actually, Joel, you helped out with that. I came to your house to render some fucking shit. Oh, remember that? HDRI like, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, you cool. probably remember, Joel, then back probably 20 years ago, they were also really early in the multimedia space and they did two multimedia DVD experiences. One of them was Freak Show and the other one was Bad Day on the Midway. And they were interactive 
visual walkthrough experiences that I mean, real early pioneers ahead of their time, man. Yeah, like at they that just time. got into the uh, NFT space too. I, I uh, heard from Homer, the guy in the band. He's uh they sold a uh, uh, I think it was their first NFT like last month. I didn't, I haven't looked it up yet, but I just heard. Right, wonder what it is. That's amazing that this topic naturally came back to the to virtual experiences that people can walk through because both of you have them. And that, that was something else I, I wanted to get to because, you know, there's all of these, these companies and projects that are trying to build their own metaverses, their own digital spaces for people to explore. You have uh, Ober Hasley. Yeah, Nick beat me to it because he settled for fucking WebGL. <laughs> fucking, he's like, I can do this real quick. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> It was cool though. His was awesome. Yeah. Mine's uh, mine's all pixel streamed, but it's like it Oh, it's works. pixel streaming. I thought it was WebGL. No, it's pixel stream. No. But it's uh it works out. It's kind of a cool. It's like the the cool thing about mine is you can do video uh avatars like your head's your webcam and you can chat in it, which is kind of fun. You guys have to look at uh, Nick's site here. The the name of the site in his brand is Smearballs. Yeah. Smearballs. How did that com. come to be, Nick? I don't even know that. <laughs> it was a fucking joke for years. Like it was actually, it started as like my a bunch of my buddies uh, making a blog, and we just posted dumbass videos like green screening ourselves onto like infomercials and shit. And uh, it was just like yeah, four or five of us at one point, and then it kind of like fizzled out. No one else posted shit except for me making my videos, so I just kind of kept rolling with it. So. Now I'm stuck holding the bag of that stupid fucking name, man. Jeez. <laughs> it's I like, still get jobs with guys like Joel. So, I mean, it's fine. It hasn't hurt my career. <laughs> At least you're owning it. And yeah, uh, you're exactly. even wearing the hat. Is it like Pfizer picking you up. You know what I <laughs> you mean? You know what, like, though? I've done so many jobs. You're like, this is Old Spice and shit. So there's like people. Well, that, that makes like, sense, know, though. Yeah. But there's still like people at KFC and like Procter and Gamble in a fucking add like you know boardroom saying oh yeah we're gonna hire smear balls to do this fucking project <laughs> which makes me laugh at. So, i like great. the idea that the pfizer thing though smear balls brought to you by pfizer <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they sponsor everything else why not talcum powder by but much balls. like your you know no like you say you wouldn't have made it if your marketing was on point with your dead mouse head it's like fucking is anyone gonna remember nick denbor it's like no but you remember smear balls a stupid fucking word you know so it works i'm gonna remember a lot of these visuals like these are gonna haunt my haunt my dreams and nightmares they're amazing oh i think somebody actually just smeared something on his balls in that particular <laughs> segment right there <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, there's all. I used to work at Conan. I was a, uh, uh, you know, I used to do uh, bits for the monologue. Holy cow! You guys got to go check out the site first of all. You're gonna want to watch this video again. It's smearballs.com. The uh, the NFT series is called Heads H E A D five, and uh, the link to it is going to be on the official Dead Mouse site because it'll probably have its own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still watching this and, and cracking up here. There's so much going on here. You're so prolific and uh, have, have done so much content. So, uh, Joel, what, um, you know, look into the future, get your crystal ball out. 
let's say uh, five years, are we already player one living in? No, the- not even close. Everybody's everybody's making their own islands right now, and they're they're struggling to be the one. You know, and then now we've just seen Facebook try to like kind of prelude to them being the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah screw yeah, that whatever. guy. Yeah, I gotta change my name to DJ Facebook. But anyway, <laughs> fucking um, uh, but you know, it, it's cool because like everybody's kind of doing their own little properties right now. Because the big the big word I'm hating in the last two years is metaverse. And I'm like, dude, it's not like all one big thing. It's like, oh, I have my metaverse. Ooh, we have our metaverse and we have this. And there's really no cross communication. The, the only protocol we have in common is just blockchain shit. You know what I mean? That's it. So there, so through metadata on, on the blockchain and stuff like that, yeah, some, some kind of information, really basic information could be exchanged between these islands, right? But not things like geometry and, uh, you know, um, uh, game engine type things because you know your unity and unreal don't really play together all that great outside I mean, you of can you can exit FBX. like a door in your room and like load oh i'm in minecraft the next one, you know oh i'm I mean? in yeah. sandbox oh i'm in blankos exactly oh, in, you know that's what, what we're looking at like it's yeah. gonna be like that you know and yeah. hopefully you can like carry your avatar over or something like that that's about as like linked as it feels like it's going to be in the near for the term. next little while yeah but until yeah until Zuck the fuck comes down and says, okay, this is the most popular one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like Fortnite's a metaverse in itself. Yeah. Really. Sure. You know? Um, and uh, now we're starting to see like forks of that, like core, right. Was basically what Fortnite wanted to be in creative mode, but without the Fortnite um, branding and injection of all that shit too. So that actually worked out really well for core because they were kind of nonpartisan to any property. They're like, yo, we're, we are a modded sandbox game. You know, that's not a Fortnite shooter. That's not a this. So that's been really cool to work with, with them on over Hossley, uh, because it's not, um, it's not me, the under the blankets, you know, jerking off another property, you know? Uh, where it would have been like, oh, hey, he's doing a Minecraft concert, right? Well, M- Minecraft, the brand itself, the property itself, it's it's a double-edged play because then Minecraft gets, you know, m- me and my brand and, and whoever wants to come experience that with me, but then in the Minecraft property because Minecraft's end of the game is like, we just want people playing Minecraft, you know? And same with the concerts in Fortnite, which was really cool. So all this stuff would just kind of were tech demos of like, what's possible? How many people, um, how much concurrency can we get? How is the latency going to be? Um, and then how do we find intersects between the performer and 32 million concurrent people on, um, uh, on 10 million different servers, you know what I mean? To make it feel like a cohesive experience that's shared with that many people, as opposed to being locked down to an instance of, well, only 16 players per instance, you know? So that's one of the challenges right now. And then how do we ruin it with advertising? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the million dollar question. Yeah, that's the billion dollar question. <laughs> yeah. Shuck. How does your, uh, Oberhausley work with uh, groups? It just spawns new uh, clones yep. of itself every X amount of uh, Yeah, it's just, it's just like spillover. You know what I mean? So oh, we only run as many instances as there are people that are in it, right? Mm-hmm. So you get 100,000, divide that by 32 or whatever our concurrency is per per instance. Yeah, It's all scalable. Yeah, All the way up to all of S3 if we want, but it just nobody has that kind of numbers yet. So it, it was really interesting that you, you specifically used the term islands because we've, we've been having discussions uh, a lot 
uh, very similar to that recently. Uh, it, it seems to me that the term metaverse is sort of just being mis- misappropriated yeah. by a lot of people because everyone yeah. thinks that they're building their metaverse. They don't know that involuntarily they're really contributing to a larger collective metaverse that everyone is moving towards. And it's just a question of who's maybe. going to build the bridges. That's what I'm saying. So like maybe, I don't know, say in a utopian society where business wasn't a thing and, and, and legal wasn't a thing. Uh, you know, I could see for the effort of humanity, uh, let's let's build a a wrapper that can host Unreal Engine, Unity, Homebrew, fucking, you know, uh, all, all these game engines and all that stuff that, that can interchange all this information, right? Let's agree on standards, right? And it's, again, it's the, it's the huge problem with, you know, okay, oh, this is ridiculous. There are 11 different ways to do this. We should come up with a standard. But at the end of the day, what happens is now there's 12 competing standards. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, yeah. and I don't know. It'll go down to the lowest common denominator and you end up with like a decentral land, like, which is cool, but the model, the like, you know, avatars of like, you know, a thousand polys or something, you know, it's like you get these limitations when you standardize things sometimes. That Yeah. And it goes down from there. We've got some property in crypto voxels, which truly is voxels, sure, yeah. right? And, you know, you're, it's almost Minecraft. You're building brick upon brick. But I could foresee a bridge future where you go through a portal that you walk from the back door of Decentraland into the sandbox and from the sandbox into crypto voxels and there this interoperability of metaverses your skins aren't going to be exactly the same but let's say you own dead mouse skin in each of them and when you walk yeah. through the portal there you are you're dressed and you're ready to uh to do your thing yeah and that's that's where blockchain and, and the metadata within that like and i'm just talking letters and numbers you know not poly not looks no textures no shaders no nothing is going to start to surface sooner than being able to walk from one back door into another you know within the same ide or or whatever you're using or that portal that that main application that's running because because uh look at email for example right remember remember genie and then email and then all of a sudden it just went this is fucking stupid let's you know kind of consolidate this into uh um uh, imap or, or pop3 servers and and just standardize that and then that 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 kind of came to be because there were three competing standards with email. There's CompuServe, Genie, and uh, IMAP, and, and POP3, right? No, that's and correct. then they fucking just came to a head one day. But that took like a decade right. to do. Yeah, I um, remember I had a Prodigy email. I had an AOL email. I had my CompuServe, which was the weird sequence of numbers, right? That was your email. UINs, you know, and uh, ICQ and all that stuff. And then... And then but here, here, here did this you just is say perfect... Q? Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. I got my, I got my UIN <laughs> tattooed on my thing. But that, actually, that's a really good, that's a really good example of where the metaverse is at right now. So we have all these like things. But then along came this company. Uh, I can't, I can't remember. It was like a, like three or four guys from fucking the Netherlands, and they they built a system called Trillion. If you remember that, and remember Trillion that. had AOL, MSN, ICQ because because the 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 meta right, the data in that stuff was all very basic rudimentary shit that was like you know irc based and stuff like that that was just like oh this is a pretty they're all using the same standardized protocol to basically exchange information from one computer to another let's build an app that includes all of it right so i i, I don't know how they got away with it 
uh, maybe they didn't. Maybe it was just like kind of a freeware or whatever because of the the laws and GPLs and all that stuff didn't wasn't quite tightened down. But they were able to take MSN, uh, ICQ, IRC, AOL, and have it all in one application, so you could like basically do everything you could do on all those other services within the one. But then as technology kind of came through, they added, uh, you know, voice over IP and stuff like that. So certain protocols changed and then it split off again, you know, to now everyone's like, like the discord right now is kind of like that, but there's still people on IRC. There's still people doing this and that too. So there needs to be this wrapper that brings these metaverses kind of not together, but interchangeable and accessible. And that that'll be the next 10 year play. I think I'm not like, Someone's just going to write the best application ever written. That's just going to run everything and everyone's going to be on it because then you have what's called a fucking monopoly. And then look what happened to fucking the last one we had. It's just, it, you know, Warren Buffett said, fuck this. Yo, get your shit together. Disband this fucking shit. Break it up. Rename it and fucking whatever before it burns the fucking world down. You know, it's funny to me that you're reminding me of these apps that I had long forgotten about. Do you remember the first visual metaverse that came up on the internet where you um a bbs no no visual yeah dual node bb oh what do you mean visual i I don't mean like text like text oh i mean oh with yeah yeah Uh, a good friend of mine's brother worked on it it was called uh not it was way before second life it was the one before that i know you know the one and carl the palace Yes, yes, yes. And then and then it and then it turned into something else after that, too. Uh, The palace. I'm going to see if I can find a screenshot of it, because basically you'd have a uh, an image as a background and you'd have like you'd be like a little floating head. Yeah. So like 2D animation. It wasn't a 3D. (laughs) Yes. No. Yeah. No, it was it was like uh, mist. Mm. Not even. Not even mist. (laughs) Pre CD-ROM mist. It was like Zork. Yeah, it's so dated. I'm even having a hard time finding um, Go north. a picture get, of it. Get lamp. <laughs> you are in a, a maze of twisty passages. Cast, cast on the feet of the sandals of Hermes. <laughs> Have you seen that? Falcon Wolf adventure call with uh, Limmy. Limmy show. I don't know what you're referring to, but ah, I like fuck. It. Well, one of your viewers does. And he's ah, like, here oh, we go. I, that Joel, he's it. a cool dude. He gets it. I found it. You ready for this? This is the palace. This is yep. that was it. <laughs> what the fuck? Yep. That was That's it. Proto proto metaverse right there. It yeah. was. Or this is this is the beginning of it. This is the DOS of the metaverses. <laughs> Crazy. Dude, really appreciate uh, you guys coming on today and, and uh, talking all this different things we're talking about. Again, the launch for heads. It happens on the 15th of November, 5,555. They're going to go super fast like this. There's some of these projects I see that there's this question of will they, won't they sell out? Yeah, of course, these are going to go super fast. You guys want to be ready. It's going to be on Polygon, which means no gas fees must have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll uh, probably be dropping some more promo info soon. And uh, yeah, I guess we only have a few days. Yeah. <laughs> Tick tock, you better get back to uh, designing them. Yeah, I've been, totally. I've been fucking touring for two weeks. So me not doing anything is my excuse. You're ready to yeah. chill. 
That's yeah. good. Well, appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no worries. All right. Let me, uh, Zach, you um, were surprised by something in that interview. His knowledge of techno- technological history, especially that had nothing to do with EDM, um, really caught me off guard. It, it was, you know, you, you kept bringing up how it was interesting to be reminded of these programs that you had forgotten about. But there was actually a little bit of overlap there because I used to use Trillion and ICQ too. To, sure. To, to have all of my chats in one spot. And uh, his, his observation about how that's gone away because of how platforms have begun to specialize was uh, pretty insightful. I wonder whatever happened to Trillion. Um, Trillion, so it still exists. Trillion.im. Trillion is a modern and secure instant messaging for people, businesses, and healthcare. So that's integration it has. That is really interesting, but they've they there's a pivot there. Do you notice what I said? Um, for uh, um, for people, business, and healthcare, hmm. they've pivoted to healthcare professionals. It because it's secure, they're branding it as HIPAA compliant. Interesting. Yeah. So this is a core of what they're doing. I mean, they, they kind of read the writing on the wall and probably are like, all right, we need to find a niche because Mark Zuckerberg is ending us, right? All, all Any DM platform is ending us. And so we better find a niche. Good on them. Yeah. I wonder if ICQ. No, ICQ got absorbed. Um, I had a I had a six-digit ICQ number. I remember I was, I was pretty early to it. There was also uh, a, a brief period of time there that Pigeon – was in use. Pigeon. Remember yes. Pigeon? Very good. Wow. Another walk down memory lane. Uh, it was cool talking to him and can't wait to get my hands on some heads. Um, those, are, those are great fun. Yeah. So let's, um, this has been a good respite for you, right? Because it's been a stressful week. Uh, for those that aren't aware, Draco Dice went on sale Saturday. Is that right? We did on Saturday? Uh, between Saturday and Sunday, yes. Between Saturday and Sunday, and it was a blockbuster. In fact, uh, more Draco Dice were sold than any of the Blockchain Heroes series that we've done on our own. Um, it was a huge sale. And shortly after the the sale before unboxing was supposed to take place um one of our uh, community members discovered that there was a, a mess up that some of the metadata wasn't matching the face values on the dice right yes and then uh, i dug in and found that that was actually a widespread issue so we had to delay the unboxing we decided that the best course of action was to hold off, correct the issue, compensate everyone for their weight. So what we've done is we promised uh, everyone who was holding packs at the time that they would have originally been able to be unboxed. Um, one random glitch die, which is a brand new material we created specifically for this, for every pack that they held. Well, every pack every, every pack that they bought, right? Uh, every pack that... Uh, was it the well, it was it was at the snapshot. It, we took the snapshot before we announced that we were doing it. Right. So, so whenever we took that snapshot, right. So it's it's going to be close to that. And I have been spending almost every waking minute this week uh, 
auditing and re-auditing and re-auditing the metadata. I caught a bunch of misprints that were actually on the images in the video. So those are going to be corrected. We also sent off all of the metadata to a third-party data validation team who quickly returns to us and said, we only found a few errors. And then we also had a member of our administrative agency give it a look over as well. And he didn't find any issues. So our mm -hmm. level of confidence is quite high that the assets that uh, have been minted, are being minted, are going to be largely perfect. And, and if they aren't, we can fix those easily enough with a simple uh, asset swap. Um, and uh, we're working on it. We're not going to give any hard um, time on it. We just want to make sure everything goes smoothly. And we thought uh, it was wise to give everybody the best experience possible for opening rather than just put something that, that wasn't quite right out there. And our community has been absolutely Amazing. I mean, huge shout outs to the Draco Dice Discord community, which is now over 11,000 strong. Uh, fastest growing Discord I've ever been a part of. And uh, everybody's extremely understanding. Um, but we, we did surprise them uh, by delivering on something else that they weren't expecting quite yet. What are you thinking of right now? The, pro the promo dice that have been the bane of your existence. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those. We, we, we learned uh, some lessons on that. Um, you know, when you're depending on tech, uh, the technology of others, um, they don't always provide you with what you need in order to fulfill. And in the case of the site we were using, um, the data did not export correctly or in the way that we needed it to. And it led to all kinds of problems. And Zach has pretty much been just loving on this community all day by taking care of everybody that did not receive their, uh, their promo dice. Um, and what we want to do is we want to get the pack openings rolled out. We're going to start delivering on the partner dices from Colonize Mars, Nefty Blocks, Dark Galaxies, and the others. Founders dice are going to go out shortly after that. And then the glitch dice will go out uh, as the last part of the promised set. And in case anyone has any doubts whatsoever that we fully intend to deliver on the crazy number of promises that we've made, I'd like to give everyone uh, the first peek at the regolith card that the colonized Mars dice will be on. Let's see it. Let me just clean up my screen here because there's too much stuff. Here comes the big share screen. Where do you see all the icons on Zach's desktop? Um, I could also, I could pull it up here because it's in our chat. That would be easier since I've already got my screen share going. I've got it here. Okay. Do it. Takes a minute for the screen to share. Uh, right. So while, while he's pulling that up, just want to remind you guys that the Sneaker Wars launch, here, I'll, I'll go ahead and share that. The Sneaker Wars launch is coming up um, Drop number two, drop number one, basically this was the first pack sale on Solana and there was so much demand that it crashed the whole system. And so they took a step back wisely and rather than postpone it and say, all right, we'll be ready in another hour. Oh, give us another hour. Oh, give us another hour. 
uh, I said, you know what, just postpone it for several days. They postponed it a week. It's ready to go. It's tested. Again, there's going to be hundreds or thousands of people hitting this tomorrow. SNKRWars.com, Sneaker Wars. Uh, but have Solana in your wallet and get ready to mint uh, some amazing NFTs from the future. All right. Are you ready to share your thing? Let's see it. There it is. Look at that. That's beautiful. Regular. Yeah. So pay it, pay attention to the details here because on, on the background, you can actually see that there's sort of a horizon shot of the surface of Mars. So you've got the starry sky above with a bit of a dusty aura around the die itself. And then you of course have the terrain of the red planet in the lower portion. And then we've gone for a sort of processed stone feel on the border to indicate the uh, the sort of use of available natural resources for building construction. And I think that's the colonized Mars folks are going to be delighted to see how we've done their property justice with this crossover. Absolutely. It's beautiful. Clark just Clark nails it again and again. And, it, you know, he's already top of his game, uh, but everything he does, it just seems like he gets better and better. Like, how do you get better when you're already 100 uh, percent? But he does. And he makes a new bar for what 100 percent is. The, the, the two of them together, you know, Clark is amazing, but Cam yep. has also been showing us some fantastic stuff. I had no that. idea he was that, nope. that Cameron was that talented. But don't don't actually reveal what that's about yet, because that's that'll be coming. That's that's, that's coming. Cool. So, um, and, and lots more to deliver on Draco Dice. Finally, one more thing I want to share with you guys. It's Blockchain Heroes in the news again. We talked about this uh, last week. We are launching on the Internet Computer, which is a fabulous blockchain, fully decentralized and truly empowering to users. And Entrepot.app is the marketplace where you can see a bunch of different NFT launches that happen on that marketplace. But look right here. November 12th, noon Eastern, that is tomorrow if you're watching live, we have taken our Series 1 Heroes, reimagined, and done new variations, taken the nameplates off of them so you could just see the beautiful art. We've got a new blueprint variation. We've got our classic Shockwave. We've got the, the Miasma Mythic uh, variation, and there's only 5,000 packs that are going to be made available on this. It starts here, um, well, 16 hours from now. 1.5 ICP is uh, what you'll need. So you want to open up a, um, a wallet on the internet computer. You can go to Stoic Wallet. S-T-O-I-C is a good place to hold your ICP. But you can buy ICP on Coinbase. And you want to be locked and loaded. I think these packs are going to go fast. And we're looking forward to introducing a whole new different subset of the blockchain space to our classic heroes. It's really it's just the beginning. It's just, it's just the beginning. We're just getting started with this gang. Uh, there's so much on the roadmap. Retro Rebellion is going to be a, uh, a big deal in December, and there's so much more to tell you about that. And, of course, we'll be back next Tuesday with Nifty News for you. So uh, on behalf of myself and Mr. Zach Com, we're going to ask you to do one thing, and that is brush your teeth. No, that's, well, do that. Two things. <laughs> Brush your teeth. One of and these is going to contribute significantly more to your physical health. And that's the more important thing. Do that. Definitely brush your teeth. Brush your teeth and eat your vegetables. Okay, three things. Three things that you have to do. Brush your teeth, eat your vegetables, 
join the hero discord at discord.gg forward slash HQ. Four, four things. Keep it nifty, damn it. Just keep it nifty. <laughs> <laughs>